This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Free agency. A lot of people looking at the running back position and, and the run game. John McClain was disgusted by the run game. We spoke to him earlier today. Devin Singletary... He met with the media types yesterday. He was asked if uh, he wants to return to D'Amico Ryan's football team. This is what Devin Singletary said. It's a business. You know, I was in this position last year with the Bills. Um, I wanted to go back there, but like I said, it's a business. So, you know, we'll see how it play out. Let me ask you something that I asked John McClain. It is a business, so this isn't just me saying it. You just heard him saying it. Would it be wise to go ahead and cut bait with Damian Pierce? I know that you have to. He's on right know, now. He's on the third year of a rookie deal. It's he's, like a million dollar hit. He, yeah, he's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think he should. If you can set up the running back position to where Damian Pierce is competing for his life uh, with the Texans, his Texans life, then then I think that would be ideal. He might not be a system fit. He might want to be somewhere else. He might want to be somewhere else. Maybe he comes back stronger than ever. He has said that this is this has been a character building season. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see where that is, but but they definitely need to improve the position. They've talked about a committee to to be in a position where both Bobby and D'Amico have spoken on wanting to have a running back committee and then having Devin Singletary, God bless him, but I mean, having Devin Singletary is by far and away your best option and no no one else you even feel comfortable handing the ball to, it's, it's not an ideal spot. I've heard, I was having the discussion about, you know, what the Texans do at running back and the... The question was, are the original statement, and I think it was someone on Twitter, I think it was Noah on Twitter, he was talking about how, you know, bring back Devin Singletary and give him a complimentary back. I want to make Devin Singletary the complimentary yes, back. Yes, like that's, 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 that's how high I'm aiming. I want to make Devin Singletary the complimentary back. That's where I'm going with this. If Devin Singletary is your number two or even your number two slash three, if you bring in a free agent or draft somebody, that's ideal. Now we're talking Ravens. You know, now yeah. we're talking that kind of I'm team. looking at the Ravens. Yeah. How they do they're running bad position. And 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 Damian Pierce, we we love the guy. He might not be a fit and and on top of that, he may want to be somewhere else in another cuz the system's not changing. Bobby Slowick, Gerard Johnson or someone else. The system is not going to change. Were you were you surprised that he just completely got I mean, I I didn't look. It was obvious that Damian Pierce didn't need to be getting 15 carries a game, but I mean, that they didn't even like consider. He, he didn't see the him. field. Yeah, so like, it, like that was t- surprising. To yeah. me. There were times where Dare was in there ahead of Damian Pierce. Yeah, did, did, 
Were you surprised that the fall off was that much? Because they loved him at the start of the season. I was surprised because of what you just said. Uh, he was RB one. Yeah, I, I was pushing them as RB one. My man can't yeah. come in and get a few carries like every once in a while, like a change of pace. He but, wasn't even that. No, figure you're right. I because I I thought because they liked him so much early, they were never going to be able to quit him. But to their credit, they did. Well, they quit him during the season. He didn't see the field during the season. No offense, man. We love you, but. You might be better off somewhere else. Yeah, I think get um, a seventh round yeah. pick. What sixth round pick? Uh, just have him come in ready to go. Just have yeah. him ready to go competing. Yeah, have him on the roster. Have see where he at. What if he's your starting kick returner? Well, you, yeah, I mean, come on. They say they, those are touchbacks. I mean, how many times? I know he had the one, but no. I'm, this is not. I mean, you don't have to trade him, though, man. It's not yeah, like a cheap. but. But he's if you can cheap. draft a running back, a stud. In the third round, which I mean, they need to draft running backs, and they need to they they need to they, they need to sign. I, they, they need to be at the top of this free agent. They're cheap now, man. Here's the people don't value them. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, uh, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Like one of those guys, bring them in and bring back Singletary. Okay, but let me give you a, 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 and draft someone. Let me give you both. Just a, <laughs> you've been saying this for the last five man, years. Man, I never man. get what I want with the running back. <laughs> you might this year, and and if they do this, you will get it this year. Let me give you a scenario. I've been wanting running backs forever. All right, listen to this. <laughs> you've you've got Devin Singletary. You cut bait with Damian Pierce. We love you. Goodbye. You bring in a third-round draft pick who could be an absolute stud. Jonathan Brooks out of Texas. All right, bingo. I'm in on that. And then Saquon says, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind playing with uh, I wouldn't mind playing with CJ Stroud. Saquon adds a complete different element. Like we talk, yeah. you, you talk about like you want you need another receiver. That's another receiver and running back. I don't know. I don't know if the Giants are going to bring back Saquon. I don't think so. Right. So would then you be a, a little more? How much does receptive? it cost too? Like like I don't know what Saquon's going to demand. All I, what I do know though is we saw the Indianapolis Colts like the Indianapolis Colts nearly ended the Texan season, and the the main reason why they were they almost ended the. The Texan season in that actual game was because they paid Jonathan Taylor, mm -hmm. and Saquon Barkley is believed to be like kind of in that same tier. The other thing is, some people will say, "Well, you don't want to pay a running back." Uh, running backs, okay, that means that they're kind of bargains now. They're kind of bargains now. And the other thing is, you have a you have a quarterback that's not making crap. So, you know, compared to what he what he is right now and what he's going to eventually be making, to where you can you can overpay these types of things. I, the the more backs the the merrier. Like you just you need as many running backs as possible. But they, then they it becomes a crowded room. Like why did Baltimore win the game the other day? Obviously Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. I'm going to take anything away from it. But but in that second half uh, after the Texans had blitzed Lamar Jackson and made him uncomfortable, like they had three backs just completely gashing the Texans. They had Justin yep. Justice Hill making plays out of the backfield. They had Edwards. Dalvin Cook came off his couch and he was gashing him. Like he was like the fourth. I want to say yeah. Like you got to have multiple, you got to have these multiple backs. They have to do that. Like, and, and that's the real surprising thing. And and I know it's a different phase. I'm excited to see how Casario handles it. New England used to have like four or five. They they had a, they had an AFC Championship game where I think three guys scored a touchdown, three running backs. Yeah, I think it was. I think James White scored a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Rex Burkhead, back before he was a ghost here and before he got hurt, he scored the game winning touchdown. And they drafted Sonny Michelle in the first round. I think Sonny Michelle scored a touchdown. Like they used to like. And, and in San Francisco, we know the story there. You 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 have to like. There's no. I I I would think this is like a lot of times we say we want this and th this needs to happen. No, and all th that. it has to. This this I think that I think they agree with this. Let's uh let's let's put some names and faces to it. You got Damian Pierce traded for a sixth round pick. Whatever, that's fine. 
you got Blake Corum, Saquon Barkley, and Devin Singletary. Give, yeah. me, give me that. Yeah, Blake Corum. Blake Corum's going to be a day two pick, perhaps. Yeah. But sometimes these running backs fall down even more. That, that's like as many as possible. Yeah. Blake Corum out of Michigan, by the way, if yeah. you're not uh, familiar with his work. I, I just feel the more I saw the end of the season, the more I think about this position, you got to have two, maybe three. Um, we love you, but it might be time to move on. It's just not a fit. What about the wide receiver position? Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Figgy with you. We're, we're focusing on the offense. The, the wide receiver position, obviously you feel you feel good about what Nico did in year three. Uh, you feel good about what you saw from Tank Dell in year one. It'll be interesting to see how he kind of bounces back. Outside of that, I mean, it, it's it's rough. Like it, let's just let's just call it what it is. Noah Brown, okay, he gave he gave you three really and he's gone great games. Unless it's like some sort of minimum deal, and you're not dependent on Noah Brown. Yeah, Robert Woods, he's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess you'd like to keep him around, but he's a little bit older. And then Hutchinson, who knows? Hutchinson might come back next year, and you might not even recognize him, and he might be ready to take that next step. But that's not something you depend on. You don't yeah. sit here and say, okay, well, let's see what Xavier Hutchinson comes back. If he comes back and he's at the end of your depth chart in camp at six and he elevates himself to like three or four or whatever, great. He's got the work ethic to do so. He's kind of fighting an uphill battle. Cool. John Mechie, I'm asleep on John Mechie, okay? I like John Mechie. Um, if it happens, it happens, but I'm asleep on John Mechie right now. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what he looks like. But you, you've got to add you've got to add guys at receiver too. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You got Nico Collins and Tank Dell. If you're really just and we'll gonna, see how Tank repl- responds to this, yeah, whole, to the adversities. But but like guys, like you know, you know, no, you know, you really know. Those are the two. Uh, I'm with you on Robert Woods, sure, but I don't know how how it's going to play out. I'm with you on uh, uh, on Mechie and and really Xavier Hutchinson. I had higher hopes for both those guys. It just didn't ever pan out. So you got to have at least one. One more that you can count on. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Uh, on the text line, the 832-713-572-4610. Uh, Shout out to the people on the YouTube and the Twitch. Shout out to the loopholes if you listen, you are one. Uh, getting a running back or two or three or four, whatever it is, is all fine and dandy. 
but you got an offensive line that doesn't know how to run block. We got to stop this, okay? Let's cut the music for a second, okay? This is the same mindset that they ha- that 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 was that was presented by a magnitude of people when Damian Pierce was clearly leaving some meat on the bone at the running back position. Hey, no running back can run behind this offensive line. Jim Brown couldn't run behind this offensive line. And then you put Devin Singletary in, mm-hmm. and Devin Singletary immediately improved the run game. This offensive line, at the very least, you think they'll be more cohesive. They, they've, they've, pretty much, they've pretty much set in stone their investment on the offensive line next year. But this notion that no running back can run behind, it's not true. The running back can make the offensive line better. All right, we can fade the music back up. But I, I'm just like, I, I just hear this, and it's like, obviously the O-line has to block better. Obviously, um, they're not setting anyone up for success. But you're telling me that if Derrick Henry is behind this offensive line, they don't all of a sudden block maybe a little bit more motivated and block better? Or if Saquon Barkley's behind this offensive line or Josh Jacobs or I don't, I don't know. They ain't putting up no Damian Pierce numbers. I mean, let's, let's just let's stop. Let's stop with that. Yeah, the the off, well, it, it's it's all the line. The line is set in stone. The running backs can make it better. And it's not even it's not even necessarily just about the running. Like wouldn't it be nice to have a threat out of the backfield at the running back position, someone who can catch some balls? Baltimore, in their in the drive that basically put the game away and made it a two-possession game, Baltimore ran the same play twice in a row with Justice F and Hill. They, yeah. they ran basically just an, uh, uh, a, a flat into the uh, – uh, an out into the flats. He picked up seven, and then they ran the same play the next time, and they got to midfield, and they were already in field goal range. It's like – it's it's not even necessarily just about running. You need guys who can do multiple things. And and the look, the offensive line has to play better. They're kind of trapped in terms of uh, their tackle position and what they're paying. Yes, they need to be better. But if you're wondering, like, when was the last time we saw this line really block? I don't know. This year, like like a running back thrive behind this line this year. Devin Singletary started ten games and ran for nine hundred yards, eight hundred ninety eight yards. He averaged four point two yards a carry. Yes, there's some recency bias. They got destroyed against the Ravens. But for the regular season, he started 10 games and ran for 900 yards and yeah. a 4.2 average. It can work. What if Damian Pierce has a bounce-back third year like Brevin Jordan did? Well, I mean, that's... Are, a, you just, are we just completely just dismissing the possibility of Damian Pierce? Hey, are we there? I, I, I'm not dismissing it at all. I mean, clearly it's a brand-new system for him, and, and it's going to take a long time to adjust. But man, they're damn sure not depending on that. But I mean, man. If they like, if they, I mean, they don't even like him enough to give him like three carries in a yeah, in a close game. Get sing, Singletary a rest. Yeah, <laughs> they were bringing a Gunwale in for the rest. I mean, God bless him, but man, yeah. That I, I just think that's going to be a very key decision, and I think it could happen. Do you want Dalton Schultz back? Oh, absolutely, I want Dalton Schultz back. Okay, I mean, I don't know if you get him back, but. You, you do want him back. I mean, the, the range, the estimate I've seen is like $11 million a couple of years. I, and we don't know. Like last year, the market kind of spoke to Dalton Schultz, and it was, you know, they ended up getting him, I think, for nine, 10 milli yeah. for a year. Maybe run that back. I, I like Dalton Schultz. I, I do. I would not ignore tight ends, though, in the mid rounds. Mm-hmm. Like m- multiple tight ends, like Quitteriano. Forget that. I'm off that. Like he can't stay healthy for anything. No, and then Brevin Jordan maybe that, that, comes back. Brevin and takes Jordan the next made step. good progress, man. He made good progress, yeah. but I still think that you can you could afford to have in in this offense with what they want to do a few tight ends. Well, it goes back to what I've been saying for 
a while now. You do everything you can to surround uh, C.J. Stroud with everything you can to make him, you know, uh, even thrive more. And that's overhaul the running back position completely. Overhaul to a degree the tight end position. And you better dang sure bring in another weapon at wide receiver. So all you need is a receiver, a tight end, and a couple running backs. A couple names <laughs> coming up on the text line with uh, local ties. Um, Mike Evans is a name that's being brought up. Look, I think Mike Evans is probably getting like a four-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. He hadn't slowed down. Maybe a hundred. Yeah. And I and that, as much as I like Mike Ed, Mike Evans, um, a four-year commitment. No. I, I, I'm sleep. I know I'm sleep. I mean, that's we're, we're talking ten years into the game. Yeah. I. I that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Like, no, would, would I would I be pissed about it? No, but I I, I would rather it be more of a two year deal. I, th- I think he might be able to get a four year deal because he can still ball, and I think he will. I I think he will. And you're still gonna have to pay Nico. You you don't know if Nico's like a uh, number one for certain, but you're still probably gonna have to pay him. Um, another name that's coming up at the tight end position, uh, Jatavian Sanders from uh, UT. He's a stud. I, I don't know when he goes. I, I mean, he could. I could easily see someone effing around and taking him in the second, third round. But, I mean, he's going to be a baller. He'll be in the NFL for a while. Actually got better blocking, uh, surprisingly, and was kind of nicked up. Didn't drop a pass last year. He's a stud. But, I mean, I don't know if they want to invest that heavily. If he's there in the third, whew. But I don't, I don't know that he will be. There's a lot of receivers in that second, third round, too, man. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot there are I was looking at receivers this. like you 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 know forget yeah the Marvin Harrisons of the world yeah and, yeah and, uh, what uh, Odunze from uh, yeah. from Washington there are a no, lot of receivers. it's a there's money a like receivers. it is a day two money spot yeah. wide receiver time it's it's a lot like the uh, the running back position was I want to say in like 2020 when you had kind of the uh, the Jonathan Taylors. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ like that that kind of vibe like it's kind that's kind of there's a money spot for receivers yeah. tight ends uh, running backs in day two so we'll see John McClain seems hell bent on them taking a D lineman on uh, day one of the draft I look I I do think they're in like a situation where it's not as blatantly like painful as it was two years ago where I think your theory J Lo was. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig. We're talking about the draft. Uh, your theory was like a dart at positions, and you said like, "Yes, we need it." They're kind of there, but they're not there. Like, they're uh, not there. In the first line quarterback, round. you can dismiss. But but other than that, I mean, you can. Here here's why I didn't really think McLean's claim about a, a defensive lineman, defensive tackle, and in the first round was crazy, because you can get that running back in the second or third probably third round you can get a receiver in the second round you can you can sign some free agents uh, here's a name that i would i would be giddy about if if you they're number 23 overall right yeah brock bowers oh yeah I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what people think about tight end is is 23 too low or too he might or, go uh, early yeah i mean they're saying top 10 but when does that ever work out when you take a yeah. tight end in the top 10 that it never dude works. is a stud well yeah he's been a stud for years <laughs> he's like stud. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But if, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to go to twenty. No. If you get him, you're set. Then you're more refined in the first round. Is my he point. He can block too. Yes. You're getting a defensive lineman like is worth a first round pick. No. And Brock Bowers is worth the first round pick. Yeah. If, if yeah. Brock Bar- Bowers falls to twenty three, then you're there. I I I don't think he does. I, I don't think he goes top ten. I think that's too that's too early for the tight end. But 
yeah, right there in that 10 to 20, you'll be basically sweating. Although, although it's it's that old argument about um, God, I positional value. Uh, <laughs> but he he no no he's, he's a, out of the realm on no, that. No no yeah. no at that at that point that's a steal. Yeah. No, at that point that's a steal. Yeah, if you get yeah. Brock Bowers, Sanders, it's it's going to be it, they got a lot of opportunity to to add some playmakers for CJ and it's it's a fun time. The draft is a lot less stressful this year, a lot more enjoyable and there's a lot more to gain from it. Coming up, lunchtime confessions here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Watch this. Lunchtime confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during lunchtime confessions. It is time to confess. Uh, I'm going to start with a baseball one because I'm a little anxious. I woke up this morning and realized that uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement is to tonight, this evening, 5 o'clock our time. And uh, I've been voting. I haven't voted for the last about four years for the Baseball Hall of Fame, but I was voting for years before that. Billy Wagner, he's got to get in this year. The, all the trends, all the, um, all the all the polls and all that say he's right at the 75% mark. He's every bit, sit down, the closer statistically that Mariano Rivera was. There is there like all right. I'll I'll go through the stats. No, I got you. I believe you. He's a stud. No, no, I got you. He deserves in the you he deserves to, to be that. in the you Hall of Fame. You don't have to do all that. I mean, if he was in New York, he'd probably already be in. That's yeah. exactly right. Probably so. Probably so. I'll believe you. I got you. Uh I'll just keep it quick. Same batting average, uh same on base percentage. Better opposing, you hold opposing, you, yeah, opposing. Can you hold your nose when you uh, do these stats. Uh, yeah. Older, uh, <laughs> uh, better strikeout, better uh, slugging percentage against. I mean, he's he's Mariano Rivera without New York. I'm a little anxious. I want to. I'm really pulling for Billy Wagner today. That's my confession. Watch this. I, I want as many new faces as possible when it comes to the Houston Texans. I got to confess, as fun as this season was, I, I've already kind of, uh, I, I've already kind of moved on from a lot of these potential free agents. There's a few I'd like to keep. I want to keep the specialists, uh, Cam Johnston, Kaimi Fairbairn. Mm-hmm. Love to keep Blake Cashman around. Um, and, and there's there's some other guys here or there that I would love to sprinkle in, and mm-hmm. you know. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing Nick Casario and. D'Amico Ryan's <laughs> with a high-level churning of the roster. We've seen low-level churning of the roster where you're bringing in like guys on one-year deals that don't aren't really that good. But last year we saw him sign Dalton Schultz, Sheldon Rankins. By the way, they could they could re-sign either of those as well. But we saw them sign those guys on one-year deals and kind of churn the roster. Uh, this is this is a, a next level of churning, and 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 that kind of excites me more so than falling in love with the guys that we watched earlier this year. It's a different kind of churning too. You're 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 shopping in a in a new area, and I, and that's important. By the way, I think you're going to get your wish. I think there's going to be a lot of turnover on this. That's one. good. We're great. Yeah, sign me up. I should have add one, added one more thing to my New Year's resolutions, and I just realized that this morning. I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, my New Year's resolutions was do some, you know, at least three you miles. Said you jog and stuff. Yeah, at yeah. least three miles, mostly walking. How's but that I, going? But I, mostly walking, but I'm mixing in some jogging. There you go. I'm, I'm taking my time. Good for you. And uh, be able to 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 stop more often and kind of smell the roses, so to speak, on okay. on road trips. I've got to go to more movies. 
I love the movies. I've man. got to go to more movies. There's some good ones out. I've well, the Oscars came out this morning. Yeah, it's. I I was in a big movie phase. I wanted to go. I want to see that wrestling movie about the Von Erichs. I wanted to see the new Mean Girls. There's a lot. I mean, going to the movies is the best, man. It is the, the best. best. And I used to go all the time, but the, the Oscars, uh, the nominations came out today. Yeah. And and Best Picture, um, there's more of them now, so I won't say them all. But the only one that I've seen in the Barbie. theater was Barbie. What are the other ones? Uh, Maestro. Didn't see American it. Fiction. Anatomy of a Fall. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon, which I saw, but I on, didn't see any of this on stream. I didn't see any of this. Oppenheimer. I have no interest in that. Past Lives. I'm good on that. Poor Things, and the Zone of Interest. Yeah, I wasn't seeing those. I've seen the crappy movies, like the the lower level. Well, those, Oppenheimer's those good. Me. You got to invest some time. I'm fine with that. I don't uh, need to see that. <laughs> I, I would. I know. I have no interest. It's probably going to win. Yeah, good for it. Uh, or Barbie. Yeah, that's great. But I looked at all these nominations, like, dude. Most of these, I've only seen them on streaming. <laughs> I got to get to the theater, man. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. It's fun, man. I know. Get you I used to do it all the time. It was like a regular Some thing. Some reason the soda's better there, too. Everything's better. Sneak in the candy. Always got to sneak in the candy. Yeah. Well, sneak it in or get the, uh, what's what's the, what's your favorite? The Whoppers. Those are good. At the theater. That's your go-to? No, those are good. Popcorn and Whoppers. Okay. Yeah, theater whoppers taste. They that's, hit different. That's where you go to. They hit different. I'm a man. little plain Jane, man. Just give me regular popcorn with butter. Yeah, give me popcorn with peanut M and M's. You know, whoppers are good at the theater. I don't even. I, I've never really partaken in. No, I've seen them. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't eat them in look, any. They look pretty nasty in any other context, but but the theater. They're basically like. I feel like I only chocolate. had them at a movie theater. Right, right. Milk duds are better than whoppers, though. I like milk duds, but I I get whoppers. That's good. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I stayed up late last night watching. Um, I've been watching, like I've been binging this uh, dark side of comedy on Vice. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, who all did I watch yesterday? Like I, when I say binge, I binged. Um, I watched Richard Pryor. Oh, good. I watched uh, Robin Williams. I watched Roseanne. I watched uh, Carlos Mencia. Well, that guy was a, he stole everything. <laughs> he stole everything. My confession <laughs> is I, I, I was not as hip to the Carlos Mencia thing as as I should have been. I, I, I did not know that Joe Rogan basically exposed him when he was a comedian, went on stage and basically uh, called him out. And I did not know that he jacked Bill Cosby as bad as he jacked Bill Cosby. I mean, it, it is it is the what type in if you're driving around you want to see like the the biggest theft you've ever seen and he's still to this day because after i watched oh it, yeah do you ever like watch something and then you go on youtube and like try to catch up on like the history of it to this day he says he never saw the bill cosby joke and i'm like brother come on man yeah. like how are you not how, <laughs> who hasn't like how are you yeah. not going to admit that you jacked that but I I gotta confess I did not know my history on that Carlos Mencia no, thing. He's, uh, I'm on Ellen right now. I hope they show her getting canceled. It was a rough go for Ellen. Is she gonna make a comeback? By the way, I don't know. I don't think she needs to. I think she. I mean, she's got it. She was good. She man. was pushing she a billion. Did a good job, didn't she? She was pushing a billion for a while there. Was she? Yeah, she was. With a TV show? Yeah, she was up there like Judge Judy. Oh, I mean, wow. yeah, yeah, all the syndication and everything. Oh wow. Yeah, I saw. Her, I saw. I think I told Kelly you. Clarkson took her place, right? I think so. Well, she? anyway, there. Have you ever watched Kelly Clarkson on nah, TV? Nah, what? What? Why is she there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw. I my. I don't know if this is a claim to fame or just unique. I oh, I, I saw, I saw her bomb, uh, at the comedy store in L.A. Who? Uh, what's your name? Ellen? Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Like bomb bomb. The, the comedy store is is an, a constant on this. Like from Robin Williams to Jim Carrey to Richard Pryor, the comedy store. And I didn't know that Polly Shore's mom owned it. And apparently she's like just would tell people, You suck, you suck, you suck, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know Carlos Mencia is not even Mexican? Well, he's Honduran. Uh bro, he's not Mexican. No, he's And un- his name's not Carlos. It's Ned. Polly Shore's mom gave no, him the name. No, his, she said, "You can't be. You can't be." His name is Ned. You can't be a, a crazy Mexican named Ned. <laughs> yeah. She said, "Your name's Carlos." He's Hispanic, but he's from Honduras. But his name is Ned. Yeah, but the, his whole bit was Mexican. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I know. But we were at the comedy store in 1989. I remember because it was Lakers and Damn, so, uh, Pistons. It. it was Lakers and That'd Pistons. Be badass. And we went to go see Andrew Dice Clay because he was headlining that night. Oh, I saw the dark side of him. You want to talk about a nut job? Uh, and there was another really was big, crazy, really big comedian. Is it what? What's the the? Sorry, the black comedian, the older guy, uh, Pryor? Washington, um, Jefferson. Oh, God. oh my God! You're gonna go Johnson next? <laughs> George Jefferson? No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, Cat Williams, he he's Witherspoon, John Witherspoon. Oh, Witherspoon, no, Witherspoon was at the no. co- at the uh, comedy club. No, oh, God. oh goodness, oh, oh he's this, about to list them all. This is like the biggest <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> oh, Robinson. Oh my God, one of those. Cedric the Entertainer. It, this is the biggest. 
race card in the history of race cards, and I'm fully the black ahead. comedian. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the black one. Yeah, yeah, he's real funny. But he showed up unannounced. Uh, he showed up unannounced, and then Is they it said the police academy. Martin Lawrence. No, the police I'm, academy I'm getting to it. I'm getting, but then George Wallace. Okay, oh, George okay, Wallace. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Wallace showed up unannounced. Yeah, he was at the yeah because they, they said that part of the reason that they hated <laughs> Mencia was because man, we was all over the place, man. The big timers just show up to that place and they just bump the people, and yes. apparently Mencia would just bump them. Yes. So we went to see Andrew Dice. George Wallace showed up and just yeah. did it like. See, off Williams the cuff. and Wallace wasn't as far up as we thought. <laughs> but then Ellen was like an up and comer. Keep in mind, this is 1989. Bombed. She started crying and left the stage. Oh, man. Bombed. Obviously, she picked herself up and did quite well for herself, but that was. Uh, I remembered her name because she bombed. But, I mean, it, was, it was incredible. There you go. Watch this. Wallace, Washington, Lawrence, Jefferson, you said Jefferson, Fox. Was it Fox? Was it Fox? Lawrence. <laughs> so we are going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know this because I did it uh, about a you know a while back when we found out. Where Thanks we're going. to Yingling and Low T, yes. we'll be we'll be in Vegas for the big game for Radio Row. I got to confess, the, I'm a little disappointed. And the first thing I did when I found out we were going to Las Vegas was search. Christina Aguilera tickets. Yeah, she's got a. Uh, she's not performing going. while we're there. Yeah, that's okay. You won't miss much. She's washed. She's awesome. She's cooked. She is awesome. Boy, she is cooked. She has a residency tour in Las Vegas. Man, she's cooked. Tickets though. are going for like twenty five hundred dollars. So is Wayne Newton. Like, she's, <laughs> she's the female like Wayne Newton. She's cooked. Man. She's the female. I love Christina. She Aguilera. might be more cooked than Britney. I now. might have to stay an extra day. She Stand might be more Aggie cooked Lither. than Britney now. Christine, she, she's going to be there Friday. She but better swish me chairs. <laughs> That's right. She did what two first? So uh, you can sit next to Carson <laughs> Daly and Fred Durst? <laughs> I might have to stay Friday. I'm deciding that right now because she has a show Friday, uh, um, Sunday and Friday. She does the weekends. I might have to stay and watch Christina. You're not going to do that. Just by myself. You ain't doing that. Yeah, you don't know that. That's creepy. Yeah, I love her. That's creepy. I'm calling security. Get, get us. I'm here by myself I'll to see Christina, one, yeah. please. Let's see it. Yeah, yeah, well, How much are the t-shirts? Keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> Coming up, the biggest steps. We saw a couple of Texans take massive steps this year. Uh, which ones could potentially take similar steps? In the Loop continues as the Texans offseason does as well next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so I have three guys who took uh, significant steps uh, this season for the Houston Texans. And, and I want to, on the aftermath of this, I, I want to discuss... Um, and these are guys, these are guys who will be back on the team next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to discuss like who we could see on the roster taking similar steps. And, they, and they, these are all there's different layers to this, and there's uh, there's different ways. And, and I'll actually I'll actually start out with an honorable mention. Uh, honorable mention is going to be Brevin Jordan. I mean, he told us himself he didn't know if he was going to make this team. He thought perhaps he would get cut. Um, Next year, it's just a matter of how does he fit in? Like, how do they use him? How does it go? But Brevin Jordan uh, took a big step. So he'll be honorable mention on this list. But, okay. the, but the three guys that have, took the biggest steps this year that, that, that you can build on next year are number three. Numero cuatro. Numero tres. Number three, Christian Harris. 
Absolutely. Uh, and and if Christian Harris had started the season the way that he finished it, like I, I would like go back to you know the Tennessee game, then it, he would perhaps be higher. But I, I saw Chris Sims the other day, and, and you take what Chris Sims says with a grain of salt uh, at times. But I mean, he was saying you know they might have baby Fred Warner on the Texans. Uh, with Christian Harris, which was a name that was being thrown out there because of D'Amico's work with Fred Warner yeah. and Christian Harris's raw ability. This was only the fifth season that he's ever been a full-time linebacker, which is insane when you think about it. He was yeah. not a linebacker when he went to Alabama. He started every game for Nick Saban for three years, and then he came here, and he started to play really well. So Christian Harris, that's a huge step, and 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 we could be talking about Christian Harris perhaps taking a step where he becomes elite. Absolutely. Couldn't have I'm interested to see who's two and one because he's he's a great example of uh, taking that leap. Numero dos. Number two is Nico Collins. Uh, Nico Collins. I look. Is what is a number one receiver when we start talking about number one receivers? What what is that? What what does that mean? Um, I I think Nico Collins is their number one receiver. I think there's a lot of reason for excitement when it comes to Nico Collins. I would like to see him stack up consecutive good years. But but the leap that Nico Collins took from his first two years when he did and in fairness he really didn't have a quarterback wasn't able to stay on the field uh it's significant to where if the best is ahead for nico collins then you got to feel pretty damn good about him uh whether you do bring in top tier wide receiver help or not especially if you bring in top tier receiver help absolutely and number one Numero uno. Derek Stingley. And I, I look, Derek Stingley, the, the main question has always been health. Um, and that only intensified this year when he went on IR. But as soon as Stingley came back, you saw what Derek Stingley's capable of. He was the AFC Defensive Player of the Month in December. Uh, teams don't even seem like they're interested in throwing at Derek Stingley at this point. Uh, it's it's a marquee position corner. We wondered when we were playing chess, like looking from uh, past last season. Mm-hmm. Man, how are the Texans going to feel about corner? And 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 two down, you still have question marks with Steven Nelson and all the other guys that are free agents. But man, Derek Stingley, like you feel like you have a cornerback one at this point. Like you you feel that way. It was the most crucial leap that needed to be taken. Early on in the season, it there, it was uh, logical to believe that perhaps that wasn't going to happen, but it did happen, and, and that's why Derek Stingley is is number one on the list when it comes to the biggest jump uh, this previous season. So the question becomes, who's next? That is the question. Who's next? This is easy. Okay. This is easy peasy. Easy peasy. Uh, yeah. If it, if it doesn't happen, then they're going to go down as well. I'll just ask you the, the, the right now. Who are the worst three draft picks? In Nick Casario's career here, uh, Kenyon Green, Jalen Petrie, and John Mechie. If we're being honest, I mean he's a second round pick. Yes, he's a second rounder. Yeah, Green's a first rounder. Yeah, like though this is easy. Yeah, like like those three guys, like as much good work as Nick Casario has done, those are premium picks. Well, I mean you just see it in the playoffs. Like there's a visual where, um. George Pickens made a play in the playoffs. He made a pretty significant play. They passed on George Pickens for John Mechie. And uh, yeah. James Cook's doing his thing for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if they don't... I See, I'm not even including Mechie because I'm not even, I'm not even, like... I'm just not even entertaining it. 
Well, we, we we he wants us to treat him just as another football player. Yeah, and and and, and I'm just I'm, I'm so over, let's do that. I'm over like you're talking like what would be a big leap for Mechie? 45, 50 catches? That'd be a huge leap. I just I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. Not buying it. And Kenyon Green, yeah, I, what was he 15 overall? Yeah, I, sure. Like this is this is easy. Like yeah, and Jalen Petrie. But, but do you feel? But do you, would you bet on these? Not not like what. Like, would you bet on these? Because, I mean, even with these guys, with Nico Harris and Stingley, like, you had, like, something to be excited about. Like, mm-hmm. you – I mean, you saw a little bit of Nico. Uh, the proverbial flashes. Stingley, like, you saw some things. Christian Harris, you've always had – Well, you've seen flashes from Petrie. I – if you were asking me, mm-hmm. and, and as critical as I was of Jalen Petrie this year, if you told me that next year Jalen Petrie looks like – like takes the leap that Stingley did this year to where he looks awesome, I would believe it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I get so disappointed in Jalen Petrie because I just didn't see this coming. And I, and, and I know I know it's tough for him, but yeah, I would buy I would buy Jalen Petrie stock um, at this point. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. He would be... He would be my number one, Jalen Petrie. And I think CJ's on the list, too. And I know that sounds crazy, but, hey, I, I could see CJ Stroud taking that leap to where there's no doubt this guy's elite, and it's not a question of, like, being surprised. Oh, the rookie's doing this, and he's done. I, I could see CJ Stroud Another huge taking leap. an even huge— uh, But he's almost in his own category, you know, uh, because, I mean— <laughs> Yeah, what would that make him? It'd make him freaking, you know, Joe Burrow times two, uh, or or something. I think Will Anderson's there, but Will Anderson's already solid. By the way, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson got the uh, Pro Football Writers Association uh, Rookies of the Year today, uh, as offensive and uh, defensive rookies of the year. But but the thing about those three guys that I mentioned, it's almost a no brainer. Point. Nick Casario's really lucky that he's good at a lot of other things, because if you told me. By the way, he's going to blow two second-round picks and a first-round pick. <laughs> blow them. I would I would say, well, he's not going to stay employed, but he's really good at other stuff. But that's two second-rounders and a first-rounder. Yeah. At this point next year, we could be saying, now hopefully, hopefully we're saying, wow, look at the leaps these guys took. Yeah. But we could be saying, that's the those are the three worst picks of his career, and they're first and second-rounders. But you can miss. I mean, if you hit the, the I mean, if you hit, he hit the most important thing. Yes, in his career. So, but, uh, but three, but people miss them. Two seconds and a first, you completely miss. People miss them, and then they get fired. But I mean, they're <laughs> not gonna fire. Casario. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He's really good at everything else, and he's really good and fortunate that he got C.J. Stroud, and he's got some late round picks that have been outstanding. It's just those those but high picks for me. The Kenyon Green's almost done for me because I think the fact that you hit on Juice Scruggs and you might have hit on Jared Patterson. That's, that's me, feathers in for his For me, cap. that kind yeah. of that kind of wipes away the Kenyon Green thing. Yeah. The Petrie thing, I feel like you still have hope. Yes, I agree. I don't know. Like, Mechie, like Mechie in the second round already had the torn ACL. You look at what else went there. I, 
I, I don't think it's like an unforgivable mistake, but I mean, are, are, you want to buy some Mechie stock, some, some Mechie penny stock, Figgy? You want to buy it? No. Uh-uh. It's a penny, man. You, you want... <laughs> it's a penny. Well, sure. <laughs> okay. So you'll, you'll tell how many shares? Give me 10 shares. Oh, 10 cents. All right. That'll be 10 cents, sir. Here's a dime. Um, no, he's been good. Like, I, I'm not. Who? Nick Cassero. Trust oh. me, I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying he's really fortunate that he's been good at all these other things. Yeah. Remember when we used to say, well, Rick Smith can't draft in the first round, but he's really good no, in the middle round. Can round. draft in the first round, but he's really bad in the middle. We'll yeah. flip it around. Yeah. You know, for uh, for Nick Casario. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what I would rather have, but but I mean, he did good with Will and CJ. We just mentioned that yeah. he did a good job. And Stingley. The Kenyon Green thing is just it's insane because that's mm-hmm. a position that that's it's almost better. Like it's almost more forgivable to. I mean, this is this might be a little bit dramatic, but it's almost more forgivable to like miss on a wide receiver or a quarterback just because you're swinging for the fences at those. But if you take a guard at 15, like he's got—is it even a question that he can be good? No. Like uh, how you gonna how you gonna like we talk about positional value? You're taking a guard at 15, like that's Quentin Nelson type stuff. A, yeah. a, a guard at 15 is like a, if you're taking a guard at 15, it's like a man. This guy's ready to play right now. No, that's what I was gonna say. A, a, no, that's what we expected. Yeah, a, a guard at 15 is a day one starter. Not damn, is this guy? Been that's working what we out? were saying. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like when I saw when I saw him, I was like, man, has this guy been working out at all? <laughs> I mean, I expect you weren't alone. Yeah, I I, I don't know. And people were saying that was a reach anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like let let me put it this way: if we're talking about these guys, uh, Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, with you, like there's no chance that Jalen Petrie gets cut. Jalen Petrie, even if they don't think that, even if he plays even worse than he did, you can find a place for Jalen Petrie, whether it's special teams, whether it's reserve, all that. You can find a place for him. I I could see. Much like Brevin Jordan, and it's crazy because Brevin Jordan was a day three pick, but I, I, I think in five months heading into training camp, five months, damn, that's a long ways away. <laughs> um, I, I think we'll be saying, you know, it, could Kenyon Green or John Mechie not make this team? I think it's very possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, and I actually think it should be that way. I don't think, I don't think just because they're first or second round picks is a reason to hold on. Like, Ross Blacklock got cut year three. I I do think that these guys are going to be... I've lowered the bar so much to where if they give me, like, Brevin Jordan type stuff, like, I'm past the Kenyon Green was a first-round pick. Uh, John Mechie was a second. Um, it sucks, and, and, and yeah. you revisit it. But as far as, like, actual expectations and contributions, my expectations, they've been surpassed and before. But my expectations are these guys just make the squad and show up every once in a while like Brevin Jordan did this year. Yeah. But but to your point of the big leap you you want to see, it's those three guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's very anybody else really on the list. No, nah, I mean there's like some like could Will Anderson become yeah you know this, yeah. but that's just kind of where it is. It's it God, it's it's an exciting exciting off season coming up. Let's go around the NFL. We'll hear from Brevin Jordan. Uh, we'll hear from Tank Dell, uh, and we'll also talk about how the Texans lost to Baltimore could be a good thing. And that's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.